0: You can tell you can tell her,
1: you can tell her
0: She's a real good listener. You can tell her Hey Confidants, it's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. Um, I'm really excited for my guest today. Uh, she just was nominated for an Emmy Award. That's so exciting. And she also hosts a show called Funnelingus in LA. You should go check that out. It's Ellery Smith. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) What's up? nothing <laughs> you made a face when I said confidence and I it was so fun I love that I
1: love that it's like how Pete Holmes calls his fans weirdos weirdos yeah, yeah. I less pretentious it's, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah I started doing that I do it sometimes and then I forget to do it I was doing a Patreon, which is why I did that oh. but then I liked it because I like to think that I'm just talking to my listeners to your confidence I like it a lot and it's nice yeah and yeah um, well, I like to start by asking my guests for a good confession because not all confessions are bad. Do you have anything good you'd like to confess? Oh, I didn't
1: realize you meant like a good thing. I thought you meant just f- okay.
0: Well, m- oh, oh, I think um, it's meant funny. But well, it could it's be. Okay. No, it could be funny, or it can be um, a humble brag, kind of just like a chance to say something that you're proud of or excited about.
1: Well, I didn't have anything in that vein, but like four years ago, I swallowed a bobby pin, <laughs> and that's okay. like, and it hasn't come out yet. It's still wow. like living in my stomach. so I your think. stomach
0: is um, just a single bobby pin in there.
1: It's yeah. Which is like, you're way too old to do that. Do <laughs> they? Why, okay,
0: why did you do I, it? When I
1: put my hair up, I put like bobby pins in my mouth so I can have like both of my hands up and then. Yeah, no, I get that. Pull. But how does it come go from that? I into got really, your... I got like somebody scared me. I got like <gasps> surprised and I, I like, oh my and God. I swallowed it. Yeah.
0: Whoa. And it didn't hurt? It hurt a little bit. It hurt a little Jeez, bit. That sounds. Painful. it was a really tiny one it was like a little baby baby one okay we get it your hair is small um, <laughs> um okay well I don't know if that's good but that is it's interesting interesting <laughs> for sure yeah well I hope that it maybe it's just part of your body now it's I think clearly so. it's fine like yeah, it hasn't yeah. affected you Like maybe your stomach is like very neatly put together I'm like pro-life for bobby pins I'm gonna leave it <laughs> in there. so that means you would have to give birth to it eventually at some point yeah. it'll come out the wrong hole but that's fine Um, well, we also talk, we talk a lot about like therapy on this podcast and I know you go to therapy and you talk, cause you talk about it. Um, It's sort of my brand almost. It's your brand. Okay. So tell for the people who don't know you, um, what's your experience with going to therapy?
1: Oh, well I've been in and out of therapy since I was maybe 15. I didn't start like going regularly. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Albany, New York. So like upstate. And it wasn't like, it's still a pretty conservative space. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I come from a very conservative family, but luckily, like, they weren't conservative about mental health stuff. Um, and I've been was like. Was it your parents
0: that wanted you to go? Yeah, my okay.
1: mom specifically. Uh-huh. Because she has depression, so I think she was like, oh, I know what's happening. <laughs>
0: she was like, let's get ahead
1: of this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, so I took a few years off. And then in college, I had like a major depressive episode, and I went back for a year. And then I moved to LA, uh, and mm-hmm. I spent. Two years out, and I have been with my therapist now for like maybe another two years or like a year and a half.
0: It's always hard. I feel like finding a new therapist.
1: Yes, um, it's you yeah. have to. It's almost, and I talk about this with a lot of people, but it's almost like re-traumatizing because yeah, you, have you have to start, start over. At the beginning. Oh, yeah, you have to st- and you have to explain everything and like the context of everything.
0: Yeah, and then they have their own take, or sometimes you'll. I'll try to skip ahead, or be like okay, I'm going to tell you this thing and you're going to want to know more, but don't worry. I've already dealt with it. And then like, hold on, slow down. I'm like, no, 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 no. like, no, I need to get to this other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I agree completely. And it's also, there's something, um, uncomfortable about like having to like repeat the story of your trauma, like over and over again.
0: Yeah. That's a big reason I've been trying to. I, I keep wanting to do EMDR. Like, I did a lot of the setup for it. I have done EMDR oh, yes? lightly because it's v- extremely expensive. Um,
1: yeah. And it's also, re- it's, like, really painful. I was That's- actually talking to another comedian about this because she's in it too. Emotionally it's like, painful, right? It's not emotionally, not. Okay. it's not physically painful. But it was, like, the
0: hardest, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it doesn't yeah. really make sense. You know what tapping is? Yeah, I've done a little bit of tapping. And we kind of started doing, like, the figures in my there- with my therapist. Like no, no, just like in EMDR, you have your like nurturing figure and they use oh, to set Oh, your up, figures. Yeah, I, I used to like, fingers. oh, no, no, <laughs> but you have to set up like these, um, for, if I mean, I think most people know what it is now, but it's, uh, like a method of sort of like going through your traumatic memories and kind of reprogramming it a little bit. Um, but part of doing it, you have to like set up these like nurturing figures. And so I started doing that with my therapist, but I kind of like bailed because I was in a very shaky time of my life. And I just didn't have the time to be like in that state of mind. Does that makes sense? Cause yes. you're like, it you takes are a like lot of up old, commitment. old memories.
1: Well, not commitment, I guess, I guess maybe like emotional wherewithal because it's like, yeah. your brain is so tired afterwards. Yes. And it's, so I, I, again, I was talking with another person about this and she's in trauma therapy and she brought up a good point. She was in it for a month
0: uh-huh. and then
1: it was like two months. Like you can't, you can't function outside of it almost like it's, yes. it's like all consuming. <sighs> yeah. And it's like one of those things where it'll, it's amazing when you're, done with it but like going through it is like
0: almost insurmountable yeah it's like you know when actors prepare for a role and they're just yeah out of the character because you're just like reliving your trauma in a way that's supposed to help you get over it but it's hard to just turn it off Uh, yeah so that's one of my hang-ups and I eventually do have to figure it all out but like I feel like I've been like um kind of surfacing a lot of trauma stuff like there's definitely stuff I'm dancing around when I'm like I'm like teasing it. I'm like, okay, that's, one day we'll go on me the way. Too. Yeah.
1: my therapist will like bring me up to the line, and then I'll <laughs> yeah. be like, I don't want to talk I'm about like, that. Not actually, yet. yeah, I'm like not no, now. I can't open that can of worms yet.
0: It's I also too much. have this fear that like um, I'm gonna bring it all out, and then my therapist is not gonna be good at handling. Like, you don't, kn- you know what I mean? It is kind of like, well, not to keep going off the sex analogy, but now that I brought it up, now I can't stop thinking about it. But this idea that you're like, you build it up, you don't know if you want to do it, but then when you do it, it could also be disappointing. Yeah, of so course. So I'm like, yeah. she could also not. Be able a to hold good, it. Yeah, or do yeah. a very good job of, like, you know, helping me. And then I'll just be like, why did I give you all that? And now I have to go to someone else and, like, give someone else all that again and hope yeah. that they'll satisfy That's this. true. Although I'll say that, like, if you never
1: do it, like, you're sort of <laughs> wasting your money with therapy. Because, like, you're supposed to be as sort of, like, yeah. as open and as vulnerable as you can be. And if you're, like, withholding something, it's not,
0: like, you're, you're wasting time. That's true. I had a crazy breakthrough. I started going to group therapy just for me sh- too. Oh, really? Yeah, I love it. Do you like it? I have
1: only been to one. Okay. I'm
0: trying to go back. It's Are you a- going for a specific thing? I. Can- <laughs> you don't have to say what it is. It's but- okay. I go to a body
1: image group therapy. Okay. And it's fine. It's really odd. It's
0: extremely Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And like I said, I've only been to one, and I would like to go to. More. Yeah, well, I didn't but. mean to put you on the spot. I'm asking about the thing more. I didn't need to know what it was, but more because I saw I was going to one on one and I sought out group because I had a specific thing I had to deal with. And so I thought I, I do think group therapy can be really useful if there's like specific Things that you're dealing with because yes, I agree. That's where you're looking for a community. And I think more than just a therapist, you kind of want to hear other people's stories. Yeah, experiences. Although I feel like there's an inverse to that where it sort of like becomes competitive. <laughs> about other people. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: like, wow, oh, that's that, funny. that girl's way sicker than me. I'm fine. I don't have a problem. I'm not doing but what she's doing. But in a way, doing. that's
0: kind of, does that make you feel better? Yeah, but in like a sick way where I'm like, I don't have to stop any of my. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, we go for different things, but I do think what, yeah, with my group, therapy I, I do enjoy talking a lot and I enjoy when people listen and I'm like I have good points but then it does start to feel like class where someone who isn't as um aware of what they're going through they still need to get it out but they start rambling and then I'm just like well come on <laughs> get to the point and then I do feel bad because I'm like no this is important listen, for Teresa, them. not everybody's a writer okay <laughs> I'm like do you not have this written now I'm like let's let's do a summation come yeah, on quick come on <laughs> use better vocab I'm bored <laughs> word economy Um, Why did I bring up? Oh, I brought up group therapy because so I uh, in my last session, um, they did the empty chair exercise, which I talked to a version of yourself.
1: Yes. So, yeah,
0: people have done it with other stuff as well. You can talk to like your addiction or your whatever, like, yeah, you know, absent parents or whatever. But um, yeah, in our version, um, she had us talk to our childhood self. Well, she had one person do it who was like on her last day. Um, and I, d- we, a bunch of us just watched and in, even in watching it, I like started crying cause you just like, you it's feel so their intense. feelings. It's very yeah. intense. I got to a point, I haven't had breakthroughs in therapy for a while um, like I felt I feel good going, but it's more like check-ins. Yeah. And this was I think the first breakthrough I've had for a while where I like had a flashback to a feeling and I was like, Oh my god, like this is something I haven't dealt with. So there, oh there's cool this like there's more yeah, you're to like mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think for so, me, I also haven't had a breakthrough in a while, but I think a
1: lot of it's for me is I can dissociate pretty quickly. Yeah. And this is like the first year that I'm realizing that I'm I have been like dissociating and like checking out of like very painful conversations. Mm. Uh so it's, like, interesting for my therapist to, like, point out when that happens in uh-huh. our sessions and me being, like, oh, you're right. Like, I did, like, close off. Something did shift. Do you use, like, comedy to dissociate or? Um, no, it's mostly, like, I mean, I I use comedy to sort of fill up my time in a way where I don't have to pay attention to the things <sighs> that are going wrong in my life. Like, I, I work a lot, which is good. It's great. But it's, it's like, at the expense of a lot of my yeah. relationships. Um, but no, it's like dissociating with like, like I was seeing this guy for a while and he was like incredibly emotionally intellectual or like aware, I guess. Okay. So we would be like talking and he would say something that like mildly annoyed me and he would like feel my energy shift (laughs) or like we would be talking about something that I've, I i did not want to talk about that was like uncomfortable for me. And he would, he would like feel like, okay, like he would just be like, all right, what happened here? Like the energy has like shifted, like your whole vibe has like changed like immediately. And my therapist points out, that, like, when we were doing tapping, I was, like, sobbing so hard. It was so painful. And then suddenly, like, I just, like, shut off. You
0: just shut it off. Yeah. Do you notice when you're doing it in conversations? I don't. I don't.
1: I'm starting to now that, like, I've had people uh-huh. in my life point it out. Like, my therapist and that, yeah. that old boyfriend. But, um, no, it, it's been, this is the first year when I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: Like I'm just like mentally
1: removing myself from like the painful, yeah, thing. I mean,
0: I feel like that's pretty normal, well, the comedy thing is interesting too, because I feel like especially if you're funny, which you are, um it's also like thank you so much you make a lot of <laughs> jokes, you know what I mean, so it's like something bad can happen and then you make a joke, and then it's like you're also sort of re- in a way like it's not actually you're being rewarded, but in a way you're being you are like, sort of you're being rewarded, being rewarded for yeah. the mechanism in which you're coping, like it's not like you truly want to go through yes. something traumatic for the sake of making a joke, but you do start to feel like okay, well, this coping mechanism is getting me this It is me, this a coping mechanism, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been,
1: it's again, it's sort of like a double-edged sword in that, like, specifically like, with my dad's death, I talk about that mm-hmm. a lot on stage, and it was, like, amazing as far as... Uh, yeah, I've heard you talk about it. It's, I mean, you have great material about thinking. it, but it is also very it's, real and it's, raw. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's interesting because, like, when people have dead parents, they really, really like it, and when they have not experienced it, they find it, like, like a bummer, like, depressing, so I can't really. Wait, when
0: people haven't experienced. Oh, when they don't have like, I that thought
1: you were sort of...
0: just like in life, they find it a bummer to no, not I have. No, and I was I like, mean, I, like, really? Okay. I mean, audiences when I'm on I see, stage. I yeah, yeah.
1: But it, so it's been like really connective, but it's also been a way where I can sort of like skate around dealing with it where mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, look, I'm working through it. Like, look how much fun I'm having, like talking <laughs> about it. But it's, that's not true. <laughs> well, it's hard.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's definitely like a hard thing to be like, you, cause you have to know yourself the best. Cause it, I, cause I do that too. And, and the truth is it's like, well, it's funny. Don't tell me to stop. You know yes. what I mean? Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. jokes, but then I'm like, all right, I gotta go I have to deal handle with my this. shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, well I, it seems like you're very self-aware based on just like how you can talk about all this, like, and how, you know how you are and how you handle things.
1: Yeah, I think so. But it, it's taken like, me a long time to be that way.
0: And also mm-hmm. I'm not, so I have like some pretty big blind, blind spots about my own
1: behavior, definitely. Uh, but I think like, I mean, just being in therapy so long, you, it gives you like the vocabulary and the language and yeah. like, you know how to talk about, and I also think it's like pretty easy to feign self-awareness if you have that vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah. Wait, what do you mean by that? Well, like I sometimes will talk like big shit about like emotional intelligence or like whatever mm. and not actually be that way. Or like, I'll, I'll talk about therapy in a way that seems like very informed. Meanwhile, I'm not actually doing the work inside therapy that I should be. Gotcha. Like, so I'm like talking a big game and then not actually showing up to the table, like when it's mm-hmm. time to do the work.
0: It is like, yeah, I'm a constant like boundaries, but then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm I have no boundaries. Setting boundaries. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. i always like, this person has no boundaries and blah, blah, blah. And that's why it's bad. And then meanwhile, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I also can't set my
1: boundaries for shit. It's and hard. I know. Yeah. And it's always like people will ask me to do something. I'll say yes. Then I will resent them. For it.
0: Yeah. Even though, I mean, that's just like a perfect example of like, I started doing, (laughs) I was home this weekend and I started talking to my dad about this and he doesn't do like, he doesn't really go to therapy much or anything. And, but I was trying to explain to him why, uh, like, I think my mom is an undiagnosed narcissist and I love her and for many reasons. She's great in other ways, but Over the years, I've been like, okay. So I was trying to tell my dad, but I feel like are they still together? Yeah, but I was like throwing a lot at him, and then I was like, oh yeah, this is really hard. So then he kept changing the subject, and I was like, you know what, Teresa? Maybe someone who doesn't go to therapy regularly is going to be really thrown off by you telling him that his wife is a narcissist. narcissist." (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Also, I think
1: people uh, who are not in like the therapy world take those diagnoses really like that they're grander than they are.
0: Yeah. Like outside
1: of LA, like when you talk about having
0: depression, people are like, (gasps) oh! Uh, yeah because they're like what are we gonna do and yeah it's you're like, like well, she's gonna that, kill
1: herself that, and it's like no that's <laughs> i mean maybe but no <laughs> yeah but that's not the yeah that's the, not the thing and yeah. if you
0: do freak out you actually kind of push someone towards action more because then it's almost like yeah. making it someone it's alienating it's alienating but also i feel like if someone gets really freaked out which Again, you should check on your friends. Sometimes it is worth checking in on. But sometimes when I'm like, I just want to tell someone how I'm truly feeling, which is I want to kill myself. And you, but you don't be, want to scare them, and you that's don't like want to scare them. so. Yeah. And then and then if they pull out all the stops and they like leave work and do this, and then you're like, oh, now I feel guilty. Now I gotta kill myself,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or I got or I've something. i trapped <laughs> myself. No! Ah, I can't win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ah. I feel that way a lot.
1: Well, especially because like I'm I am a little bit more vulnerable on Twitter than like the average person maybe uh Uh, I think a lot of people will extrapolate that into that like bigger issue and I'm like no this is just how I'm feeling today like this is like a singular feeling that I'm like trying to speak to and it doesn't speak to like a larger issue do you know what I mean where it's like I'm aware of like the suicidal ideation I have and I'm like continuously Mm -hmm. dealing with it which I feel like is better than uh not not noticing it or not talking about it and just like having that be like a private quiet part of your life
0: it's really the worst when you don't want to share it. That's when I, like, in my moments when I'm, like, truly, like, actually scared something's going to happen or I'm going to do something, that's when I'm afraid to tell anyone because that's when I'm like, I don't want to put this on anyone. Yeah. Like, the closer I do Absolutely. feel, the less likely I am going to share. reach out to somebody. Yeah, yes. same. same, 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 same. Sh- when I reach out, it's usually because I feel like I'm on a path, but I'm like, this is a buffer. If I tweet it, I'm going to, it's going to, like, satisfy the part of me that needs a little help without, uh, w- w- and I think it'll distract me long enough to get back to where I need to be.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think that's, like, why... Therapy is so helpful because it's like, even if, and there's oh, plenty of things that I don't tell my therapist because I don't want to scare her. Do you know what I mean? But like, I think it's a great well, place. Well, because they're like,
0: legally required. Like if I yeah. show up and I was like, yeah, I um, stood on the edge of a building today. And <laughs> she'd be like, oh my God, call the cops. And I'm like, well, I'm here now. So everything so get is fine. Over it. Yeah, yeah. I got over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get over it. You should too. <laughs> um, well, Ellery, this is a good segue into, um, is there anything you would like to tell me? Yes. For like a year and a half, I drove my car without car insurance. Whoa. Yeah. Um, this is a sister confession to one uh, that we had about I saw, licenses. Yeah. I actually yeah. know
1: somebody else who did that too.
0: Really? Yeah. For But this is like a whole year. That is like. He did the
1: same. This guy and I did the
0: same wow. thing. Was the guy that. No, it was Jamie Loftus. It's a great episode of you guys want to Lo- Of course to it. it's Jamie Loftus. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. She did it for a whole year and she it's bought the car too, which is such, crazy. She bought the car. She bought the car, drove it. Without having a license? No license. She bought it from a friend. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: It's such an exercise in privilege, (laughs) which is like what I think all the time when I tell people, like I had just moved to LA or maybe I hadn't moved. I just, yeah, I had just like moved permanently to LA. So I drove my car across and I hadn't gotten like California car insurance and it was like, and I couldn't afford it. And it was so overwhelming to like try to go through the like low cost California auto insurance program which uh-huh. is great and I recommend everybody do it but it's like sort of a process
0: so I just but like you owned your car already so then it yes. wasn't like because usually they check that one yes
1: I owned it. my car already I had bought it in New York I uh, gotcha where I was insured and then when I came out it was just like and I was also dealing with like some really severe depression so it was, it was just like too much so you I don't just, like doing paperwork when you're depressed exactly um. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> uh yeah but like I said it's such an exercise and privilege that I was able to do that it's like almost embarrassing like it's really
0: like I was, sh- you be was that your plan?
1: Like I'm just not gonna have insurance until I get caught. Or were you like, no? I'll just I keep was putting it off every day. It off. I was like living in fear, and I was like, <sighs> but I wouldn't deal with the problem. Uh huh. And so I would just, you know, I just spent a year like hoping for the best.
0: <laughs> and did anything happen? No,
1: nothing happened. It's which is why it's like wow. so embarrassing that that's true. It's like I was able to do something extremely dangerous and illegal for a year and a half, and like nobody questioned me about it at all.
0: So you're also bragging that you're a good driver. Um. It's, just, I mean, just
1: <laughs> under that pressure. Also, yeah. I will say in Los Angeles, you can get away
0: with some terrible driving without being caught. Like, this is really true. bad. Yes, people suck at driving here. And also, people, I didn't know this, but when in LA, like, if you ever get, if you're new to LA or you live in LA, whatever, and you get in an accident, hopefully you don't, All, but if you do, always go, like, always rack up the medical bills if you can, because insurance basically is expensive here for that reason. I feel like attorneys constantly max out how much. Like okay, medical attention is, you need.
1: I my car, somebody totaled my car <gasps> like maybe two months ago now, and he oh man. took off the front end. He T boned me, and at the scene. I he was like so nice and I was like oh my god Mm -hmm. like I'm so sorry like I'm so sorry and now he was being so nice to me and so and I was like really stiff like my body really really hurt and then when I talked to my adjuster he was like well I like is anything medically wrong and I was like no I don't want to do that to that guy like he seems like really nice like let's just like keep this like I don't want to take him for a ride like you know take money from him and then the guy fucking gave me fake insurance information and so I couldn't track
0: him down I I, I could but it took me a long time.
1: Uh, and I was like, I should have taken you for all you were worth. <laughs>
0: Do you believe in karma? No, I'm just kidding. Because um, uh, so, <laughs> I mean, you didn't have insurance. Have to, no. Yeah, I just <laughs> have to. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's um, true.
1: Honestly. No, but oh, good also thing I have for that guy then, then, yeah. as well. Um, yeah. I just have to hope that like his insurance dropped him at some point yeah, or something.
0: That fucking sucks. But um, I was um, the medical thing is like, I used to feel the same way. If people are always nice at the scene and they're like, I don't want to go, whatever. But. Um, Always do it because, A, it's not them paying. It's the insurance. And your insurance is going to go up no matter what, if you're in an accident, whether it's your fault or not. Yeah. Um, so this you is the thing well. I just didn't know. But here, people, like, make a living off of just, like, suing insurance I companies done for, it. I like, back pain done it. and shit like that. And you can get a good check. I mean, hopefully, you, you should do it anyways because usually there is some, like, whiplash or on something. You. I will but, say my back has not been the same. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got my car got totaled and I didn't really know that and I had only just I just went to like urgent care and the the guy like was like take some Advil but my back was like in pain for like months yeah. But I'm glad you had insurance when that happened. I'm sorry that yes. your car got totaled. It's okay. It
1: was actually really painful because it was a car my dad and I had bought together and the car oh, I drove across the country. And it was totaled and it was sitting in my garage and I hadn't cleaned it out yet. And somebody broke into it and <gasps> stole everything inside of it. Every piece of paper, including like uh, my insurance, my registration, what? and letters from my dad. Oh, no. And like letters from like, co-workers I had when I moved out here. Just really like stuff they couldn't use, but I could not replace. Jeez. And it was like... It was like Los Angeles wanted me to kill myself. They were oh, like, no. this will definitely make her do Your it. My dad was like, move on. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was so, it was like so painful. It was ridiculous. Man, yeah. They broke into, so, cause you drove it home and you're just like, I'm going to keep it.
1: Well, I drove it home because I had to wait for the other insurance company to come look at it to got evaluate it. like how much it was worth.
0: Do you think it was an in- insurance inside job? No,
1: <laughs> I think it was like some like drug addict on my Ugh. street that just like got inside the garage and Damn. yeah. I was like that sucks. So I'm so sorry it's okay
0: well it's just I mean it's okay because it has to be but you know right well that's the thing it's like sometimes we're just like yeah I hate when people are like everything will be okay because I'm like no I stopped saying that now and I'm there's sure there's no proof you, you that's can relate true. to that too I think the world is like yeah entropy I think it's like mean spirited chaos
1: and like <laughs> our job is to find the things that make it better and like easier yeah. to deal with
0: well we can everything will be is usually what I say because it's Or it won't, and then you're gone, and that's fine. But um, I I just think, like, when people are like, everything's going to be okay when I'm having an episode, I'm like, you know what? I've been in a position where I thought that, and then it wasn't okay. No, everything won't be okay, but it will keep
1: continuing. But I'm alive, and so whatever whatever
0: happens, we're still here.
1: Time marches on, no matter what you think about it, so.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of freeing. I I think that it's like you were saying about your jokes, like, for people who haven't um, lost parents, they get uncomfortable. But I think people who uh, have relate to that and think it's funny, I feel like this, I feel like it seems really nihilistic to say this, but I actually find it gives me a lot of comfort. Um, but it might be because I've been through that. No, like, I, I, I feel it, like it might be very I scary to hear that is if you don't. Comforting, yeah. especially
1: like, well, it's like something like bigger outside of yourself. And also there's something like nice about admitting that you don't have control about what is going mm-hmm. to happen. And so you can like release
0: expectations. Right. Yeah. But you can still um, you can still have control on a micro level. Yeah, on a micro you level, can Choose how you react to things. Yeah, I feel like that's important because sometimes I'll like be like, "Oh no, this is really bad," and then I'll start like jumping ahead, like um, to when I'm okay. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> yeah. I'll just try that on, but I'm like, no, that's you have to still do the in between steps. Yeah,
1: you have to you have to feel your
0: feelings, but you shouldn't like wallow in them. Yeah, yeah, which is like um, something I'm trying to work on. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I want to go back to the okay, the car insurance. Because it was a whole year that you were doing this. When did you move to L.A.?
1: I moved to L.A. in 2016. I went to – I finished – I tried to finish school at Emerson. Uh They have a satellite campus here. And then I – so this is pretty recently. Yeah, I guess so. Like, in the last three – yeah. It's definitely – because I was at – Robot chicken, and I remember my boss being like, "You please, you need to get insurance." <laughs> I was like, "I will," and he was like, "But no, seriously, You're you just have telling to do everyone it." Everyone at work like, "I don't have insurance." <laughs> well, I like mentioned it to him, <laughs> and we we're really close, and he was like, "I I implore you to do it because you will go to jail." <laughs> could you actually get arrested for that? No, but your license could get suspended, and your car gotcha. could be impounded. That like a big sense. thing. Like they not just like a point on your license. Like they would take it away.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. So what? He uh, clearly you don't respect your boss enough to listen to him so what eventually got you to get Uh, the insurance
1: well it was a combination of like my boss and my mom just like continuously being on me about it and then also I you know I had a I finally got to a place where I could like sit down and like try to do try to like apply for that insurance program uh-huh. And I was also like applying to Medi-Cal at the same time. So I was able to just like power through
0: and get it done. Gotcha. Yeah. Sometimes it's, when it builds up, you're like, all right, I'm going to spend a day and do
1: all of yes, this. Yes, exactly. It got to like a crisis point where it was like, <laughs> if you don't do this now, you will be uninsured for health, for
0: car, for home. You need to do it. So You probably saved a lot of money though. No, you can't bundle it in the year. No, I mean, f- of not having insurance. Oh, well, <laughs> sort of.
1: I mean, I guess if you, because you didn't have to back pay. No, you don't have to back pay. And also, like, I got, like, a California auto low-cost program. So I was paying, like, $60 a month for my oh, nice. insurance. it was pretty cheap, which is really nice. And if you make under, like, $32,000 or $24,000, I think, you qualify for it, which I did, and <laughs> I still do. <laughs> uh, so it's nice. But I, I guess I did save money, but the emotional toil does not make it feel that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's a thing I, I mean, I wouldn't do necessarily, but I think about sometimes, I'm like, this is all a scam because... Like, you pay and you pay and you hope that you don't get in an accident. So, then if you don't, then you just end up spending all this money that could have gone towards something else, an accident or yeah. no, but you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Could, yeah. Some,
1: I mean, so I have, I have state sponsored healthcare, and for the most part, it's great, but like, I went to the dentist mm. and I needed a root canal and I had a bunch of cavities because I haven't had dental insurance in like uh-huh. eight years. Uh, so, I went and it cost me like $1,200. <gasps> And then, and then they, oh. they like filed it with my insurance so then they filed it with my insurance and my insurance covered eight dollars of it
0: what which is like insulting basically that's, i think dental is notoriously really bad though. notoriously but really bad i was just like why
1: the much. fuck do i even have it like just give yeah. the coverage to somebody else if you're not going to use it on me that's it, wild it was it was like <laughs> insulting i was like this is the rudest thing that's ever happened to me. and the thing is, is i need the eight dollars so I had sure, to yeah. accept it. I was like, I was like, well, thank uh-huh. you for like this
0: stupid gift. Like, <sighs> well, it's also the other thing is they negotiate rates. So like, yeah, yeah, they're not paying a lot for you, but then they make it so that your dentist can't like charge like three grand, which they oh, sometimes do. Interesting. They're still charging you a lot, but it is, they have these like fixed rates. I mean, it fucking sucks. I mean, yeah. I Also, I went to jury duty this year and I was supposed to get like, like $9 or something and I never got it really it's annoying interesting because i think you're supposed to get paid per day you are very to get low paid it's like nine, nine or 15 or something but don't they also buy lunch yeah they said save your receipt but i couldn't figure out how to submit my <gasps> receipt so oh, then i w- no. i still have it It was like like your insurance thing was just sitting there for a long time in my to-do list pal but now it's been almost a year now i'm like well like it's fine i've never
1: responded to a jury duty summons you just never
0: showed up N- i have never responded <gasps> to any of them but you've been summoned just once or twice Oh, and they didn't come after you? Nope. Well,
1: maybe delete this. So they don't no. know. Okay. But yeah, no, nothing has ever happened. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Although to be fair, I moved and then switched my voter registration. So maybe I'm due for another one. And I'll respond to that yeah, one. Yeah, if you keep running. If I keep running, yeah. it'll definitely. But this one, I'll cop. I mean, it's it's more likely that they didn't take it to
0: court. And that's why nobody yeah. ever followed up. It also is like you can just um, tell them that you drove without insurance for a year. And they'll be like, <laughs> she doesn't have good judgment. So exactly we don't exactly. want to on the also, jury. Also, I dated a state <laughs> trooper for like four years. Uh, so I have a lot yeah. of mixed feelings. S- yeah. Sleep your way out of <laughs> jury duty. Um, oh no, I thought state trooper, jury, I was thinking he was working for no. the judge. I don't know what, what they now. do. State trooper. That sounds like a fake job. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's sort of a fake job. <laughs> no, they do a lot of important It's not a work. cop, but a trooper. They just walk it's around like, patrolling. Uh, so it's like closer to the federal government like mm. it's cops are locals like towns like they belong to different jurisdictions state gotcha. trooper have like a statewide jurisdiction okay so they do a lot of like highway stuff interstate stuff do you remember like so did you watch escape from danamora no do you know what it's about
0: no okay so it's is it a- about escaping from a prison. It's about like
1: two okay. prisoners who escaped from uh, a jail in upstate New York. Ah. And so my boyfriend and his sister, who was also a state trooper, was were like on that case. Oh, wow. To like find those people. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, it was really crazy. Or maybe no, he wasn't. Maybe he was in the academy at the time. But his sister and his, his sister's uh, husband were there.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. I don't know much about this world at all, um, <laughs> but I do know that one time I was with, eating lunch with my friend and her car got broken into and we... Um, like in front of you? No, but it was a while well, we for like an hour during the day in like Los Feliz. And we went to look, like, we were like, we should call the cops. And as we go to call the cops, a cop car drove by. So we're like, oh, great. And we stopped her and she was like... This isn't, this isn't my jurisdiction, and then just kept driving. Yeah,
1: I'm like, not surprised at all.
0: I was like, ah. Oh. Another thing about Los Angeles
1: <laughs> that they don't tell you is that if you get into a car accident and no state property is damaged or city property is damaged and nobody is hurt, the cops do not come. And they won't come.
0: They <laughs> but, yeah, just I, they think they have other many real things to do. Things yeah. Are,
1: yeah, they have to that's, go be racist at, at people. <laughs> and no. they will be, promise. <laughs> uh, but I think that's why like, I was able to get away with the insurance thing for so long. Because like, in Los Angeles, unless you do something really big and bad, the cops yeah. have other things to deal with.
0: Yeah. Like it, you would just maybe uh, but worse, like ruin someone's day, but you would yes. just be like, sorry, I don't have insurance. And then be like, I'll take you to court. And you're like, no, you won't. That's expensive. And then yeah, that's maybe, it. well,
1: I mean like, unless there's like an accident, but nobody's going to pull you over for like speeding or whatever.
0: But, I mean, it happens, yeah. but like not at the rate that I feel like it does. They do like, check your insurance for speeding.
1: Yeah. When they pull you over, they say license and license registration. registration. And then they run your car, co- your plates to make sure you're insured oh, because in I California see. you have to have at least liability insurance.
0: I had no idea that's what they were doing.
1: Mm, mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't get, yeah, I guess I also have privilege. I don't get pulled over a lot. I got pulled over one time because my lights were off. I had not, I was not drunk, but I did have, (laughs) I did have one drink. Um, I passed the breathalyzer test, but it was enough for me to be like, that's why they pulled me over. I'm always going to check my lights.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I always feel that way, like driving after a glass of wine or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make me drunk, but I am like a lightweight. So I'm like teetering on the line
0: yeah it's like it I'm definitely functional but I might sing louder in my car yeah I've had a glass yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I talk to myself I'm
1: also realizing that as I get older like my ability to see at night is really like leaving <laughs> me
0: <laughs> the worst is when the light goes down and you're in the car that's when I can see if like it's already dark but if it's light to dark uh, I take so long to adjust oh interesting I will say the
1: sunsets here are blinding like if you're yeah. driving in the direction of the sun it's it's yes. seems, like the most dangerous thing in the world <laughs> And sneezing too. If you sneezing sneeze, too. I've once read that you every time you sneeze, you drive the length of a football field. Like in oh that time. God. So like no. when it's one of the most dangerous things because people crazy. close their eyes, but they go like yards and yards and yards.
0: <gasps> That's wild. So if three people are coming at each other on an intersection and they and all they all sneeze, sneeze. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances of that happening? But still. I mean, look. Weirder things have <laughs> weirder happened. Weirder things
1: happen, That's true.
0: Um, okay, I'm glad you made it out of your year of no insurance. Me too, um,
1: and my mom is too.
0: I'm curious about okay like this I'm curious about like sort of like how because I've heard a lot of things in what you said like sort of the way you push things off and get overwhelmed by this so I'm kind of curious of how this like bleeds into other aspects of your life like you <laughs> are you are you like I mean we kind of hinted at it that you sort of like let things build up and push it away yeah but is I that, that how you are with like other things yes, in absolutely. life as well?
1: That's, that's how I am with like pilot writing okay like uh, like work for freelance clients, like I will wait Uh and wait and wait until, I mean, sometimes I've, as I've gotten older, I've been better about, um, like managing my work and my time and like making sure that like I break it up into little pieces. But for the most part, I still have that problem where like, if it's something I really do not want to do, I will wait. I'm Uh this way with boyfriends.
0: Well, I I will wait like two years to break up with somebody. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Like I will just put it off and put it off and put it off. Why is
0: that? Like, do you know, or I don't know if you thought about it, but why is that? Is it like is, is it not the thing itself? Cause you know, you're going to do it at some point, or are you thinking that maybe you'll change your mind about wanting to do it? Maybe I have sort of a problem making decisions, but I think what, oh, so on here. I think like, this thank
1: you. Uh, I think what it is more is, uh, a, I don't trust myself. And also like, I, I don't, I'm, the, I'm just so wholly not interested in the things I don't want to do. And that like, you don't even want to think about, I, mean, I will it ignore all. it completely completely I'll just
0: like push it out of my mind and I'm also really good at compartmentalization but you'd rather be in a relationship with someone because you don't want to do the breaking up but you also don't want to be in the relationship
1: yeah and then I'll like resent them for that it's really healthy (laughs) it's a good system
0: uh and also like I have such a hard time disappointing people are you like afraid that once you do a thing it'll be like your responsibility if it doesn't work out like, doing nothing doesn't feel like a choice, even though it yes, is? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Doing nothing doesn't feel like a choice. And it's also, uh,
1: I just, uh, I don't know. Having those <laughs> conversations is, like, not my forte.
0: Oh, okay. That's okay. I Yeah. No, I was just trying to get no, a little- No, li- no. I meant, like, t- with a t- guy t- I'm trying to break up oh, with. Oh, with like, other people. No, I, you're like, God, Teresa, I'm shutting down <laughs> right now. It's so hard. I mean, a little here. bit. Take a hint. No.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's, like, trying to, like, look at the behavior. This is what I mean when I have, like, serious blind spots is, like, I've f- not- not that the way I treat people is bad, but like the inaction around the way I treat people, right, is like sort of unkind, like stringing somebody along, even though I know that like
0: it's not going to work out between us. I don't know if I really believe in the idea of stringing someone along in what, you, what you're describing is just not saying you don't like them. Yeah. But you're, are, you're not like going out of your way to be like, I love you if you don't love them, are you?
1: No, I don't think so. But You're I just kind of, like, letting it happen. Yes, I'm letting it happen. Yeah. But I will say that, like, I've had boyfriends who, like, said that they love me, and I've said it back for a long time, even if I stopped meaning it.
0: Uh-huh. Gotcha, gotcha. Which is not chill. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've had someone said, that's nice to hear when I said I love you. And I, you know, honestly, prefer the lie. Um, just say it back. It's fine. Yeah, sort of. And it's also, like, <laughs> I think, like, love is, like, I love a lot of people. And, like, all of my ex-boyfriends, even though,
1: like, we're up, like, there's very few ex-boyfriends I have that like we're not on good terms or I don't still have like platonic love for like as people so yeah it's, you know
0: I can't say the same thing but that's okay um <laughs> it, I think it just means part, I've grown I'm, a lot through every relationship yeah. yeah that's true I also feel like now looking back every person who said I love you in a relationship usually said it when they didn't want to lose me and I feel like that's not a good position no, to hear, to hear I position. love you yeah. in absolutely
1: I only had one who like said it to me manically, like way too early and he did not mean it. And I was like, okay, this is fake. Uh, (sighs) But everybody else was like very rational about it, waited a long time. I'm just like, prove it. (laughs) Yeah. Build me a house. I've also tend to like, like my relationships when I choose to, like, I feel like I date around a lot. But like when I am in a relationship with somebody, it's like, like I've never, my shortest relationship was like a year and a half like mm-hmm. a f- like official oh really that's stuff? my longest yeah so well, like yeah. I tend to date people for long like I d- I dated my first boyfriend for four years so like I got uh-huh. to date people for and long at what point were you time. like I'm
0: over this like two years yeah. in wow <laughs> yeah that's I mean in a way yeah that's interesting I feel like you and I have the opposite problems because I will jump into things fast and then I'll want to like skip to the place where I'm not at yet um but it's interesting because I, I feel like like I, I don't know like do you find stability in that like yeah I also
1: love like I crave stability in my life it's so. like the devil
0: you know like even if you hate everything yes. around you and you hate this also, person I'm you're next like a, to like
1: sort of like not an unstable family but sort of an unstable family like a very fractured one
0: yeah and so like I'm
1: constantly craving like family uh-huh. so. Even if it's not somebody I like, I'm like, oh, well, they're around. Like, consistency for me is so big, so huge that I will let a lot of other things go. But
0: you don't get excited about, like, the start, like, being like, oh, this isn't going to work. I am excited to see the next thing that might work. No. Not at all. No, not at all. I also like, think I'm, like,
1: fairly pessimistic about my own future where I'm like, well, <laughs> nothing good can happen. So
0: why leave, like,
1: this? Why do you say that?
0: Because so much bad stuff has happened? Yeah, me. Well,
1: I don't know. I think I'm just, like, it's, like, not the right quote unquote right point of view I just don't know I think like the world is like the world is bad and like bad things are bound to happen and like it's <laughs> it's about like finding joy inside of that like inevitable trauma do you feel like um also it's work to find somebody that you like to be with it is so it's like great now I have to do all this work again also there are so many fucking <laughs> dummies in Los There's also LA I feel like that's
0: it's very slim pickings out it's, here
1: exactly that's exactly it's such slim pickings out here and it's like you wouldn't think
0: it but like well and the people who um i do feel like the people who are drawn to like people like creative kind of like a little bit chaotic people like us um tend to also not be the ones who are good for us yes if that makes sense like really we probably need i don't want to speak for you but like in general like i feel like when i'm like um it's very chaotic and i'm upset i want a stable person who's just like Honestly, a little boring. Just I don't really normal. want that, but that's really what would be best for me. See, that was my last... That was, like, my last
1: boyfriend. He was, like, so perfect and so stable and so rational, but, like, kind of boring. And I hate to say boring because he wasn't, but...
0: <laughs> normal. Not, He's so normal. Yeah. So
1: normal. But, like, I think that lacks a sort of complexity. Yeah. Like, emotional complexity, um, which is fine. But I also, as a rule, I don't date people who work in entertainment. That's a good rule. So it has been, like, pretty... It's hard in L.A. It is hard so in L.A. dating dog walkers yes um, pretty much yeah. I mean sometimes I'll date like let's see like well I guess I'll do people who are not talent like agents
0: oh I thought you're gonna say not talented you're like I only date unsuccessful people <laughs>
1: no people who aren't like you know the talent yes, do you know what I mean? see like, they're like, not on
0: camera not trying to yes. take your shine
1: or like not writing and not doing comedy people who do mm-hmm. like like the business side of entertainment
0: yeah, I only date people who are uh yeah, not successful <laughs> and they put it all on me. Um no, that's not true. Uh, many uh, none of them listen to this. You're There's fine. no way. But if There's they no do, way. they're they're all doing great. <laughs> so, you know what? Um no, I do sometimes think that I'm like, ugh, I like I you know, I just whatever. Anyways, I don't want to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know That's, you can't edit this. You can I know. I probably will. <laughs> you know, it's funny because in my early 20s, I, w- I was so no filter. Kind of like everything that happened. To a point where when I look back, I'm like, I almost am like, oh, wow, I like crave that boldness now and i don't know what it is that happened i think maybe like things got a little too real maybe or maybe like you're more empathetic to
1: like so with my twitter account right like like two days ago i tweeted something about an ex-boyfriend who like i still like and i'm still close to and it was kind of mean and like i was getting (laughs) like a lot of favorites yeah Yeah. but i was like oh i I have to take this down because i don't want (sighs) to make him sad if he sees it
0: yeah well i guess that is empathy But also, as a comedian, they should just be on board. Also, he's an ex. I think it's fine if it comes out of truth, if you're not making something up about someone.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I wasn't making anything up, but it still just, like, wasn't a nice thing to say. Like, it wasn't reflective of how I, like, actually felt about the relationship. Gotcha. It was more like a soundbite of, like, a certain thing. Yeah. And
0: I was, like, extrapolating that feeling. I, um, well, that's what I'm talking about. I used to be, like, that... And I actually look back and I think that I was funnier when I was doing that because I remember, and also these relationships were worse, so they gave me more material. And I think as I've gotten better about dealing with stuff in relationships, it comes out in real conversations with my partner as opposed to me making a joke. But yeah, I remember uh, when Reductress first came out, I was writing a lot for them and a lot of the articles would just straight up be me like working out my shit and they would do well and they were funny, Um, but it was nothing I would talk about with my boyfriend. Like one of them was... I look back and I'm like, that was a great article. But also like, I can't believe I published that and didn't tell him. And I'm sure he saw it. It was like, uh, one of them was like, um, like X ways to tell him I love you without saying I love you. And all of them were stuff that was just like how I just needed him <laughs> to tell, but they were like, kind of made him maybe not look like a nice guy for sure. Putting him in a but position it's and satire. It's, it's totally satire, yeah. but it was also very real. That's sure, the thing. Sure, That's like, why it was funny. You can always
1: like pull it off and be
0: like, it's satire. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Like, yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff where I'm like, oh, I, I think I used to be like, no, I just didn't think very much about, it. and then I think the comedy was better. And now I do take a moment, like you hear me pause and I'm like, oh, if this person hears it, is it going to, are they going to think this? But I don't think so because I think it's truthful and I think, yeah, whatever. That's fair. Have you ever had someone confront you about something? Oh, all written? the time. Really? People are constantly mad about my tweets. Like and they'll actually be like. What the fuck? Like, my ex-boyfriend,
1: this is, like, part of the reason we broke up. He, like, would constantly bring up my own own tweets to me. And I'm like, I know what it says. (laughs) Uh, But it's, like, and it would be about stuff that, like, wasn't even about him. Just, like, the language. Like, I had this one... Tweet about how I dated a model, and he was like, You fucking bragging about like dating a model? Like, that's like such an asshole thing to do. Like, telling everybody that
0: like you date models Sometimes is he like, the model or is he insecure that you bragged about? He's insecure that I dated a model. That sounds like he's insecure. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But it'd be different thing if you were like, I can't believe my boyfriend did this, yeah, and then well, you like I, did also it. Also,
1: that we're like, or like, I once tweeted, like, I wanted to. Uh, rail a hot dad at a Hibachi grill and he was like really, he was like that's like so disrespectful to our relationship <laughs> so funny. I know I was
0: like, but it's funny <gasps> uh, and I'm not going to rail him. I just wanted to. yeah, it's like, yeah, well, maybe you should date comedians so they'll understand but actually don't because comedians is
1: awful and it's also yeah. like it's for me it's intensely work. I consider it like a workplace sure and so I do not think it's like smart to sleep with somebody you work with because you're gonna have to see them all the time. It means that yeah. I would probably censor a lot of my material. Like either during or
0: after, it just seems yeah. too messy. It seems I way too to messy. I used people at work when I wasn't a comedian. Um, no, oh, I <laughs> No, don't do it. It was, uh you know, I I've changed so much to the point where I do feel more stable and healthy, but also much more boring. Someone told me that they thought I was a square the other day in a nice kidding? way. They said it in a nice way, like they're like, "But you're a square," and I was like, "Oh." That means all the work I've done has paid off, but also, like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. I was wild. Although, I will <laughs> say, I, I, something comedians
1: do that I do not admire is, like, people who refuse to get better because it keeps them funny. Mm. And, like, who refuse to, like, work on their trauma because they're constantly pulling from it.
0: Yeah. No, I it wasn't worth it for me in, in that regards. But also, I just think, like, now I'm about to be 30, and uh, I think my audience is probably changing, too.
1: Yeah, probably. Probably. I have a hard time. Uh, being 24, I, oh my god! I dis- okay, and the podcast <laughs> is over. I'm
0: deleting this. Um, um, I I
1: dislike it a lot. It's like very uncomfortable. Like I sort of am constantly wishing I was 32. Like I really? feel like it's just your early 20s are so. It's just like life lesson after life lesson after life lesson, yes. and you're like, it's
0: gonna get worse. Buckle up, because your return of Saturn is like when you're 27 to 30.
1: Oh, interesting. That's when it. Well, it's just like you're fan. too stupid. Like you're old enough <laughs> that like
0: you have responsibilities, but you're too stupid
1: to know how to deal with those responsibilities. And that's I'll say this
0: when I was like in my early 20s, I think I felt like I wanted to be older, but there was a day, not a day. There was a moment when I looked back and I was like, I, uh, I don't remember the last time I put on heels I don't remember the last time I went to a club I don't want to do those things right now but it just stopped and yes. I feel like I used to walk into bars and clubs and just like had a different energy right people look at you and this is makes me sound like a really sad um like who's that mom from glass menagerie my goodness but that's truly really, like learned. I one day look back and I was like oh yeah like we used to be the thing people wanted to walk in the door like when you walked into a bar yeah, club, you're still
1: so like you're you're so hot But like, I'm, not, I'm sure like, oh, that's that people very nice of you way. but like
0: 22 year old girls walking in a bar is very different from me walking that, in a bar. that's like, it's like lambs a to the slaughter thing, totally do you know what I mean thing. it's
1: like it's like baby deer just <sighs> going in front of hunters like it's oh, yeah, not no, safe it it's wasn't not good fun. attention at all and but. also like I have never been somebody like I didn't party in college I didn't really party in high school like a lot of the problems I have in relationships are like guys who want to go out and I like don't like to like I don't really like to drink I will drink but uh-huh. like do you know what I mean I'm just like not so, like I've never been to a club in Los Angeles except for like Davy Wayne's, <laughs> but like I'm just I and sometimes I feel like I'm missing out on like the best years of my life but every time I'm there no, I, I loathe not. being there yeah, yeah I'm not it's just like it's something that it's an idea that's like sold to you Yes, and like so you feeling you're feeling FOMO but it's like an industrial party complex that like just wants to uh-huh. sell you shit and like you know
0: that's a big words okay <laughs> um no that's a good way of putting it the you're buying into what's being sold because I remember when we used to go in the height of my clubbing days part of what was so fun was like feeling like I was like the picture of what I wanted to be like we're dancing on tables putting our hands up and you're screaming and you're taking pictures of each other and in your mind you're like we are so fun but like it, it was fun, but it wasn't more fun than just, like, sitting at home See, that's, with your I friends, can never, you know? I never,
1: like, get into the mode where I feel like that's fun. And then I always feel like <sighs> a bummer. Like, I feel like I'm, like, such a party pooper. But, like, anytime I'm out there, I'm just, like, the screaming is too much.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about I don't know it. what it was we wanted because I'm, like, what – I think it was just not knowing how a night would end. And now I'm like, I've seen every iteration yes. of how I think a night it's, will it's end. It's like the
1: secret potential. It's like yes. New Year's, right? We're like New Year's. You're like, oh my God, anything could happen. It's supposed to be so special. <sighs> and then you go out and you have a few drinks and you go home. It's like, there's nothing. There's only there's
0: three things that could happen. Yes, You could fuck someone. But you the could, thing is, is, I don't really have one night yeah, stands. You could get too drunk, go home. You could go home by yourself. I guess you could also meet a celebrity. I don't know. What are the other cool <laughs> things that could happen? Yeah, I That's guess so. Maybe You Maybe like, I think like for me, like when I did do it, I was like, oh,
1: what if I meet the love of my life at a bar? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not good. You probably won't hear anything he says. So you <laughs> won't
0: know. <laughs> it's weird to imagine like I've already met enough people in my life that the love of my life is just one type of a person I've already met. Like, I don't yes. think there's more you know types of people like. to meet yeah. anymore. I
1: feel like the same way. I think, and this is odd because I'm so young, but I do think like I have sort of a, I've been able to hone the idea of, like, what I want in a partner. Yeah. Like, the more people I date, even casually, the more I, like, learn what I do or don't want.
0: You're training the algorithm of the world. Yes. Like, like the, to manifest the person that. Sure. For you. I don't really believe in manifesting. I think I more
1: okay. believe in, like, I am, like, starting to be able to curate. Like, I'm mm. developing an eye for stuff like that where I'm, like, okay, this is the quality I want. This is the quality I don't want. That's an important skill to have. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect yet, but it's been nice to, like, finally be able to be, like, okay, like, You don't text me back for, like, three days. I'm not interested in that behavior.
0: Do you... um, Have you gotten to the point where you actually are just, like... If someone does that, you are like, I'm actually not into you. Or you do... Do you just say, okay, I'm supposed to not be into you. So, therefore, I will just, like, do the actions until I'm over it. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, there have been, like... (sighs) I've started to get to that first point, which is exciting, but also, again, makes me a square because I used to be like, don't text back, don't do that, play the game, do the thing you're supposed to do. But meanwhile, I would still not believe it. Yeah. That's, now, I'm still
1: in that. I'm still in that. Definitely. Where I'll meet a guy who like, honestly, is not that good to me, but I'm like, so obsessed with you're personality. You're still in it. Yeah. It's hard to get like, over it. It's hard to get over. And also it's so hard. To, there are a lot of like kind, dumb people and there are a lot <laughs> of mean, smart people And I feel like it's so hard to find, like, uh, somebody who is funny, smart, and, like, wholly empathetic. Mm -hmm. And, like, is a good... And, like, knows what it means to be, like, part of a collective team. Like, that's like, growing upwards. Like,
0: I feel like a lot... And maybe it's because, like... I feel like they have to be a little dumb to want to date me. Because, uh... Oh, stop it! (laughs) I'm just, like, thinking, like, smart, hot, funny. Hmm, what? what, That's... But something needs to be wrong there. The thing is, is, like, we're a catch. Like, both of us. Like,
1: it's not... (laughs) I mean it's true, like we're young, we're smart, we have good jobs. We have a like, really interesting
0: jobs. I was like, I'm like a release and catch. I feel like I yeah. No, I'm a re catch. <laughs> well, so I, I've given true. a lot of myself to past relationships enough where I, I know how I, I know that I can be good in a relationship, but I also know there's nothing exciting to me about them anymore. I think whoever I meet next probably will be someone who I'm like this is stable and good but there's nothing I don't feel like uh, I'm excited to explore something new anymore where I used to be like what will this one be like oh yeah I'm not that way I think anymore either but I also for what it's worth I also think like nobody
1: should get married before 38 and like you should 38 wow yes and I also think that you should be together for like five to eight years before you think about marriage
0: I think five years is good. I think 38 is late if you want to have kids for some people. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's true. I hadn't thought about that because, well, I mean, you can
1: have kids older now, but, like, I think because of the way the environment is, I just have ruled out, out kids. Not like, it's just kids, not yeah. a
0: moral thing to do. Hmm. I think I still want to have a kid, but maybe I will, uh Change you your know. mind, maybe. I mean, it's just one more mouth no, I'll to have feed a really the apocalypse. a No, that's not true. <laughs> um. I now believe, like, parents are just doing their best and nobody's at fault, but also at the same time, you... If in order to deal with your issues, you have to like, it's like a dichotomy. I have to be like, this was their fault in order for me to deal with it. Cause so I can accept it. And also it wasn't their fault yes. because they are also the protagonists of their story. It's true. So,
1: <laughs> but also I have like a really hard time. Like I have a really hard time talking about like my mom, like my parental stuff yeah. with my therapist. So I'm still trying to get to that. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause like she had like things like they did things wrong. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah.
0: But they're also but like, I have, like such
1: a hard time like talking about that because mm-hmm. I love them so much
0: yeah it's hard sometimes you're afraid to break the illusion because yes. you get to a certain point and then therapists love to s- use big words that label situations and you're like well i don't want to i don't know want to use these words you know what i mean and then yeah. you're like oh i think mostly for me like my therapist is like
1: interested in like the wounds of my inner child like she's like she's like <laughs> yeah what what is up with therapists in the inner child well it's lo- like, they sh- love it. like no. the, it's like the like <sighs> the she's always talking about like like, little Ellery, like, the, the mm-hmm. child that, like, never got, like, what she needed. That's the her, empty like, chair exercise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, like, something about that is, like, I'm dissociated from that experience, firstly, and then secondly, something about that, like, makes me profoundly sad because it's, like, oh, I never yeah. got something that, like, other people get to have. So, like, acknowledging yes. that all of that is true is, like, incredibly painful.
0: Talking about inner child always makes me sad. And, me too. Um, yeah. It's, al-
1: it's also, like, it's, like, a... I mean you couldn't because you were a kid but it's like a part of yourself you didn't protect yeah well you can't but you can't yeah exactly so it's like sort of a you like feel almost like retroactively guilty
0: yeah get a dog um that's what I did and (laughs) I I project so so much project on him all the time (laughs) I'm just literally like you can have it whatever you want I'll love you forever I'll never let you go and he's just like what the fuck get away from me um well, thank you for sharing all that. I feel like we covered a lot thank of ground. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so exciting. I have a quick game. that sure, you yeah. want to pl- play, we'll end on it. This is a fun one. Um, I didn't know what your confession was, so I kind of... This is a general one. A new game that I want to play. Um, it's... Uh, okay, so basically... Well, here's my loose intro that's loosely related to you. I, <laughs> I very, very loosely tied it. Because you spend a lot of time on Twitter, and we've already talked about... Your tweets are very hilarious. Oh, you can, thank you so much. You guys much. can follow her at Ellery Smith. Um, so you're also a very good writer. And when I was growing up, we didn't have Twitter because I know I'm much older than you. Um, so it's very we didn't have to believe. Twitter until I was in high school. <laughs> I know. School. I'm just making fun <laughs> of you. Very hard for you to believe, but we used to use AIM uh, buddy profiles. Oh, to, I remember. Yeah, it was kind of like an electronic locker room. Locker door? Locker door? You know how you decorate your lockers? Whatever. You guys oh, get it. yes. Well, you, uh, you'd yeah. put like
1: quotes up yeah. and then quotes, like your friends. jokes, uh, quiz results,
0: song lyrics. Initials, you know what I mean? Yes. Well, yeah, if you were cool, you would have that. Or you could just <laughs> have sad song lyrics like I did. Basically, um, here's where the tie-in is. This is so loosely tied in that you can totally make fun of me for doing it. Sometimes <laughs> I like to make these intros in Shoehorning. I yeah, love it. so basically musicians love to confess their love through their lyrics. Um, some, their guilt, which I'm not going to say their names, but you, you guys know who I'm talking about. Anyways, so this game is all about lyrics. Um, basically, I'm going to read a famous song lyric that I've changed every word by using a thesaurus. So I've looked up the words. This is going to be so difficult, <laughs> to change the sars. Is it? We'll I mean, unless see. they're really popular. I guess let's see. I'll give you an example so you know what I'm talking about. So, for example, I hunger it that procedure would be I want it that way. So some of the Jesus words don't Christ have. Jesus Christ almighty. <laughs> some of the words don't have um, synonyms like eyes or whatever. So you Those don't have to think too much. Yeah. So let's see if you could do it. Um, the tentative name for this game is called the source lyrics until I think of <laughs> a better one. Very on the Uh, nose. And I think you'll know all these songs, even though I am a decade older than you. Um, No, I'm not a (laughs) decade. But, you you know, um, so these songs are mostly from, these are very popular songs. Okay. A lot of them are from the 90s. They're not all from the 90s. Okay. Here's the first one. Ahem, I accomplish allure anew. Allure? Allure. Allure? Allure. What did I say? English is not my first language. Ahem, I accomplish allure anew. no idea um okay would it help if i said ahem i feel pretty no ahem is another word for oops i did it again oops i did it it. again yeah there you go
1: ahem is not another word for oops this
0: was according to the wrong. Okay, well, what? I'm not Emmy nominated and neither <laughs> were the people writing for the source. You don't know com, that. They so. might have been. <laughs> whoops is another word for whoops. Oops. This is true, but that would have been too obvious. Okay, here's the next one. Um, I'll give you a hint. This is um, a punk rock song. Okay. My companion claims I shall behave my generation. What's my generation once more? Can a you punk say it rock again? Song. So. My companion claims I shall behave my generation. What's my generation? What's more? Uh, something about act my age. What's mm-hmm. my age again? Yes. You got it. Yes. Do you not know that song? No, I don't. What's my age again by blink 182. Oh, I, my knew, I kn- say I should act my age. I knew the lyric. Like I knew like the, the <laughs> chorus, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. We have different okay. life experiences. Um, <laughs> well,
1: listen, I was very into three days grace. I was <laughs> okay. not, like, I was like, just,
0: oh. just the punk, not the rock. <laughs> three days grace is not on this list. Um, okay. Here's the next one. You suggest of an Adelaide. Uh, you suggest of an adolescent that I previously fraternized. Detect her frontispiece on any occasion I gaze at you. Okay, okay, can you do, can you do that? <laughs> you suggest of an adult, adult adolescent... How do I say that word? You suggest of an adolescent that I previously fraternized. Detect her frontispiece on any occasion I gaze at you.
1: This is about somebody who dated
0: a child, but I don't understand. No, I like no. what... <laughs> Yeah, it's not a child, but it, what's an, what's a female child? What's the word for a, a girl? Fem- okay, the word is girl That that is replacing adolescent.
1: Okay, you you suggest about a girl I date?
0: Um, okay, so let me, should I sing it? I'm, I'm worried you don't know this song. What um, is there a hint that you can give Okay, me? I'm going to give you a hint. It's I feel really uncultured.
1: Oh, 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 oh. About, not about his, like, side chick, right? Like, um... <laughs> These are my confessions, that song?
0: No, that would have been a good guess. It's actually you remind me. Okay, see, I don't know. She goes, You remind me of a girl that I once knew. Oh, see your face whenever I I look at you. Okay, this next one you will know. (laughs) Because it is from your uh it's from your lifetime. Um wow, I feel so old. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Okay. I appear now same a shattering orb. I appear now, same a shattering orb. <laughs> Can you give me a genre? <laughs> it's pop, and it is very famous song. So you do know it, and um, the singer is uh, naked in the music video at one point, swinging on something.
1: Oh, I came in like a wrecking ball. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> okay oh my god i also this makes me feel like i don't listen to enough music and truly i don't i listen to, like paul simon and
0: podcasts it's that's really true we boring. did talk about that on my other yeah. ariana podcast i also thought maybe you'd like the sources because you write but um i do like you know i've made this very difficult and <laughs> i've learned my lesson i do like
1: the sources although i'm a big and i think this is because of like uh i am big on political twitter i'm not big on them but i like mm-hmm. i you know follow a lot of political people and i think like because of that i have like sort of turned away from bigger word like I feel like something that like pundits or like people on certain sides of the aisle will do will be like use like very convoluted academic information Uh and it only really serves to alienate people sure so I think like to be accessible it's nicer to use like maybe smaller words or like commonplace words gotcha yeah so
0: I should have done this with political um speeches instead (laughs) of songs you would have (laughs) nailed it well this is the final one I I'm gonna make this for the win I think you can get this I really do. I really hope you know this song. If you don't, um, I'll I go just, home and listen. Yeah, I'll do know, some homework. These are all. Look, trust me. These are songs. Like these I, I didn't make these songs. <laughs> but these are these are popular songs. Okay, mystery conduct you beget to. Wait, this is so, so hard. Okay, I think you can get it. Okay, um, mystery conduct you beget to cause stuff so problematic. And I'll give you a hint. It's a question. Mystery conduct, you beget, to cause stuff so problematic. And the singer just came out with a new song after a very long time of not having anything out. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> conduct. You. The you" is not a synonym, so the you's there. Okay. Beget to cause stuff so problematic. I have I'm I have no idea. Okay. The Can you answer, give me an artist? I'll give you an artist. It's Avril Lavigne. Oh, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? Yes, got it. Okay. Got it. It was very hard. It was a
1: little without the artist. It's difficult because yeah. it's like how do I pull from like all of?
0: That's true. I think I do need to make it more specific. I was trying to make them all '90s, and then I realized that you were not born yet. So you know. Yeah, I was born in
1: 1994, but I oh, wasn't like stop bragging. conscious um- until 2000.
0: <laughs> Like my first real memory is from maybe when I was eight. So, gotcha. um, and I'm still not having any real memories. So <laughs> when will they start? Thank In, you so much for coming. On thank on you for podcast. having me. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me at Ellery Smith on Twitter and you can find me at, at under, Ellery underscore Smith on Instagram, but I'm not, I'm better at Twitter than Instagram on Twitter. She's yes.
0: extremely funny. Stop it. Thank um, you. yeah. And you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod on Instagram. Follow me at Larissa T and, um, donate to our paypal to join the confidant newsletter paypal.me you can tell me anything